Well, good day, everyone. As promised, speaking to Father Tony Percy in an interview this week about his book, Australia, What Went Right, What Went Wrong. Really privileged to have him on the show. He's been speaking in locations all around Australia around this pithy little book that, that I've been describing to people as uh, a bit of an Australian history course for dummies. And quite seriously, it's uh, it's done in such a way that it takes a volume of work and such huge concepts and, and puts it into a, a, a really distilled down pithy piece of writing that uh, that gives you some key elements of, well, what what have been some wonderful things that have happened in our nation? What have been some things that have gone wrong? And and where are we headed in the future? Father Tony, really pleased that you can join us again on the journey to, to speak about the book. Thanks for having me, Jude. Why'd you write it? I read David Kemp's five-volume political history, cultural history, which he's now finished. The first volume was called The Land of Dreams, and Kemp maintains that the founders of the country said, look, we, we want to set up a society here it's not an aristocratic conservative society, but like the British, even the Americans in some way. And we don't want a utopian socialistic society, on the other hand, which uh, doesn't generate wealth because it takes away initiative. Mm. So you can't generate wealth and you can't distribute wealth that you don't have. So he said they set out to have a free and fair country and to make sure that they would have a new nation which was not going to engage slavery as part of the, the very fabric of the nation. So Kemp has done this marvellous work and uh, it's quite dense, quite heavy. It's a long read and I thought not a lot of people are going to read this. Someone needs to make it more accessible. So that's the book with my own, as they say, gloss on it. Mm. You've certainly done that and, and it is such an easy read, but you can clearly see that you've waded through some deep and heavy writings to, to come to some conclusions that are easily digestible by, by people like me. I love that you called it What Went Right and what went wrong. I think there'll be a lot of people who just write a book called Australia, What Went Wrong. Tell us about what went right. Yeah, well, the, a lot's gone right. They, they've been, we've been able to establish a free and fair society. We've been able to – probably one of the most wealthiest uh, of countries mm. after, say, even 50 or 60 years when the British came here in 1788 with the Irish and, and uh, the convicts, etc. So we were able to very quickly, because of the great leadership of the governors of, the, uh, of New South Wales – to basically get representative government by 1854, by that stage it was well in motion because the governors were great thinkers and they were very practical, so they put the two orders together and that has been a marvellous achievement. The uh, what's, what's gone right has been a free and fair society. Uh, the generation of wealth and the distrib- distribution of wealth has been remarkable in Australia's history. Mm. Tell us a little bit about what you learned about the place of religious freedom in Australia from from your research? One of the great things about Australia, one of the great achievements has been the Constitution. When I looked at it closely, uh, Section 116 deals with religious liberty, which is a very important right. The first fundamental right is the right to life. The second is to, to have the right to search for the meaning of life. We normally do this in communities. So it protects not only religious people but people that aren't religious to have to search in communities for the, the meaning of life. The Constitution, Section 116, says there will be no official religion, no compulsion in religion, no restriction on religion, and no religious discrimination. And yet the founders themselves were not very religious. This is a major achievement to ensure freedom for people of all walks of life. Continuing this conversation now with Father Tony Percy, his book is called Australia, What Went Right, What Went Wrong. What Went Right gives a real good expose of all the things we should be grateful for in our nation, but it also gives us the fuel to think about and to address what went wrong. Father Tony, in your opinion, 
What went wrong? What could we have done better in this country? The governors were very insistent about the dignity of the Indigenous people. Mm. But unfortunately, on the frontiers, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of fighting, a lot of attacks, a lot of, a lot of murder. Mm. So between 300 to 700,000 Aboriginals existed here in the country when we came in 1788. By the time the Federation came around in 1901, there was only about 120,000, which included into marriage. That's a major issue, which we now are addressing, thanks be to God. Mm. The uh, White Australia policy was a mistake. It was the first act of parliament. Uh, a free and fair country presumably is colourblind and yet we weren't for some period of time. But again, it's been addressed, uh, addressed brilliantly. So there have been some things that have gone wrong, but it's been the genius of Australia to take people's self-interest and to turn it into public interest and to be able to, to say, look, actually, this is not right. Let's change this. So that's been, that's been a remarkable achievement too. All that being the case and seemingly having a wonderful foundation on which to build, Father Tony, where do we go from here? In the, in the last part of the book, Jude, I have a look at a very recent piece of history two popes, so some of your listeners will be Catholics and others not, but that shouldn't bother people. The pope that was uh, quite difficult with the modern world was Pius IX. They nicknamed him Pio Nono. It was a play on his own Italian name. After him came a fantastic pope, Leo XIII, the first truly modern pope, and he wrote the very first social encyclical or teaching document trying to look at the great challenges of the Industrial Revolution and the socialistic solution to it, socialising property. So he uh, he said no to that and he began what has now become a very rich tradition open to people of no faith actually because it employs often human reason and uh, people of faith of different faiths. So now he's he sort of started a really a paradigm to say as we go forward there are the four pillars that which we should have. One is respect and love and dignity and dignity of the human person that can never be compromised. The pursuit of the common good which is all those uh, particular conditions that allow people to flourish as human beings, particularly in education and health. The uh, principle of subsidiarity, all the intermediary institutions between the individual and government, all the, all the social things that we do, that should be very big on a, a country's list to do. And uh, finally, the principle of solidarity, actually t- helping people that are in great need. If those four paradigms are pursued, then we will still have a free and fair country. Father Tony, it's a fascinating read. I, I loved it. I devoured it. I know my wife did too. Um, it was the fifth highest seller last year for Connor Court Public Publishing. I really encourage listeners to get a hold of it and read it. How, how can they get it? Very easily. They can simply type into the uh, the World Wide Web Australia what went right, what went wrong, or they can go to Connor Court Publishing. Uh, the first ones, the first area, the first method I recommend is, is easy. You'll get it straight away and it'll kick you straight to the website and you'll be able to buy it uh, just for $22. It's 18,000 words, so it's a very small monograph, particularly written for young people to get them involved in public and political life. That's really important at this stage of our history. It's a great book. You've done a fantastic job. I love the fact that it is full of gratitude but also doesn't dance around the things that have gone wrong and points to the future with great hope. Father Tony, thanks so much for writing it and thanks so much for joining us on the journey. Thank you for having me.